This episode of First Encounter contains spoilers for the video game Final Fantasy VII. If you have not played this game, first off, what are you doing? Don't be like me. And second, go play it instead of listening to us. We'd also like to take a second just to remind you that we are in no way, shape, or form affiliated with or sponsored by Square. Just a couple of guys trying to have fun with a cool video game. Just one more thing. This week, we're tackling some explicit subject matter. While we are always an explicit podcast, this week we deal with Wall Market and Don Corneo, which includes themes of sexual violence and human trafficking. If you feel this episode may not suit you, feel free to skip, and we will have a less explicit recap on episode four. We hope it goes without saying, but Chris and I, under absolutely no circumstances, condone these actions. They're unfortunately part of a game that was made in a different time and in a different culture than our own. Additionally, if you or anyone you know has been affected by these topics, please reach out to the National Sex Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656-HOPE. Previously on First Encounter. Not a lot going on in the town outside of just like kind of, we can use this time to ramp up on items, ramp up on weapons, ramp up on materia, learn a little bit more about what's going on in the slums, get some exposition. So we hop aboard the train, um, Barrett kind of runs in, scopes out the area, scares a bunch of people out of the car. Getting real aggressive with a Shinra mid-level employee. So, obviously, there's something with Cloud. There's a connection with Cloud, Mako, and Sephiroth that I'm just very excited to learn more about. Um, at this point, though, Shinra's like, listen, babes, I got dinner, I got split, and I'm going to fucking send my Voltron to murder you. Uh, at that point, um, the reactor blows as Tifa and Barrett run off screen, and Cloud starts falling. And now, let's press start. In the first year of podcast. Oh god, I hate that so fucking much. The series where one man plays through one of the greatest games of all time, blind, and another tries desperately to cling to their misspent youth. Which one am I? You're the not desperate one. I mean, you are, but yeah. Holy the, shit, I'm so desperate. Yeah. Hey, uh, how I'm, you doing? I'm Chris. You're Hanny. I'm Chris. You're Hanny. No, mm. that's not right. <laughs> how you doing, Chris? <sighs> I'm good. What you we drinking there? Through, I'm drinking a lunch uh, main beer. Very good. Would recommend. I don't think I've actually had this one yet. And I have oh, not really? taken a sip yet um, uh, because I was waiting for this because I went ketchup. to... Oh, wow. That's so smooth. That's delicious. Yeah. Oh, that's actually fantastic. Yeah, that's it's a, really good. That's a really good IPA. Is it main beer company? Main beer company. Yeah. yeah. I think they're all IPAs. They have lunch, dinner. I've had dinner. Okay. Um, are you an IPA fan? Yeah. Usually? Yeah, that's... yeah. I like IPAs and red ales. Red ales are good. Really, I had a really good red ale the other day. I'll have to find it and send it to you. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, Final Fantasy. We got through some really important story developments. <laughs> oh, God. Today um, was an absolute fucking mess. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that. It was an absolute mess. I'm so unhappy with probably an hour and 15 minutes of the two hours of gameplay we had today i'd say more than that probably oh god it was a treat but before so last episode um we left off with cloud falling um from the reactor after the boss fight into Aerith's church yeah and from here we play until we run through wall market and confront don corneo and all that that encompasses yep and we uh, get through that and save in the train graveyard. So. Holy shit. Yeah. 
I am so unhappy with so much today, <laughs> but let's start with the better stuff. So you want to start right off the bat when you fall? Yeah. The so uh, last time we left off with us hanging by a cliff, and uh, today we started off with us going through the uh, the act of actually falling and listening to the exchange that happens seemingly in Cloud's mind and with Aerith as he falls or is falling. It was kind of hard to tell because the screen is black. There's a lot that happens in that scene. I'd love to get your take on it. <clears throat> uh, my, I mean, I know everything that's happening, so... Oh, shit, yeah. Like, that, yeah the, what do you, you, probably, <laughs> you probably find that out, don't yeah. you? So when you fall, the screen cuts to black, and then you get some, like, dialogue um, that's not attributed to anyone, so you don't know who Cloud's talking to or who is talking to Cloud. Oh, shit. Who, did, who found me? You all right? Can you hear me? Y yeah. Back then, I only got scraped knees. What do you mean back then? What about now? Can you get up? What do you mean by back then? What about now? Don't worry about me. Worry about yourself now. I'll try. Take it slow. What is happening? Oh, it moved. <laughs> little by little. Hello, hello, hello? I know. Hey, who are you? Hello, hello? <gasps> Flower Girl! I assumed that it was, um... Sephiroth. That's basically my answer for any time I hear a funny voice in my head. <laughs> it was Voldemort. <laughs> Lord Voldemort! It's, it's always Voldemort. It is always Voldemort. Um, so we fall. We hear some odd dialogue. It doesn't make a ton of sense what is saying. He's like, back then I only banged up my knees and Klaus is like, what? Your knees? What? And then uh, you hear hello, hello, which I think is Aerith actually butting into the memory slash voice it's 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 hard to tell if it's a memory or an active like speaking to someone there my personal feelings is that it's an active like exchange that's happening like it it seems like at times of extreme stress cloud makes a connection somehow um i'm gonna say that uh mako reacts with his biology under points of extreme stress and that allows him to open up a connection to sephiroth that is complete conjecture uh i'm just guessing but i think it's a pretty good guess pretty interesting yeah um <clears throat> so you have those lines of dialogue and you wake up in the church uh, across Aerith's flower bed did i fall into flower girl's church this is a church in the sector five slums so this church i remember vaguely from advent children i think they they have a flashback to it at one point and i think you see you see it a couple times yeah it, it appears the roof and the flower bed must have broken your fall you're lucky flower bed is this yours oh no i, I fell on her fucking flowers <laughs> sorry about that i'm cool as hell okay so she like just grows flowers in a church they say grass and flowers won't grow in midgar but for some reason they have no trouble blooming here Jeez. yeah i felt kind of bad about that just fucking crushing her flowers yeah it's kind of all she has seemingly <laughs> she has a very nice mom in a very nice house on the coast that we saw yeah but her employment is selling flowers on the street <laughs> that is very true so uh, from there, uh, we get a, a little bit of fun dialogue back and forth with Aerith. Um, my understanding of Aerith from the limited bit in Advent Children she's in, and I don't remember her in Kingdom Hearts. That doesn't mean she wasn't in it. I just don't remember her. Yeah. Um, my kind of understanding was that she would be a goody-goody, you know, just like kind of like perfect and doesn't, you know, like isn't very fun. Similar to like if you've played Skies of Arcadia, um, there's uh, two girls that follow uh, follow along with you, and for some reason their names are escaping me right now, but there's uh, 
Aya, I think her name is. She has red hair. Um, and she's like your childhood friend. And then you find a woman who has like silver hair. Her name's like Fiona or Fia or something. It's been a long time since I played that game. But, uh, you know, your childhood friend, it's actually very similar now that I'm thinking about it to the kind of context of this game too. But your childhood friend kind of has, you know, a little bit of fire, some passion. She's very fun. She's very brash and outspoken. And then the girl you pick up, um, who's obviously supposed to be your, like, love interest, like, uh, the game intends, is very, like, perfect. Like, overly perfect to the point where it's just like, oh, yeah, she's boring. Yeah. Um, that was the impression I assumed of Aerith. But Aerith got a little flirty. She got fun. Um, she was making jokes. Um, she's mischievous. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it. Um, I really liked her little line about, like, oh, I can pay you on a date. Yeah. <laughs> like, perfect. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. I prefer Tifa from a romance uh, aspect for cloud but i think it's really funny that she's just like i'll throw this out there and see what happens i thought that was good and then we get my favorite member of organization 13 <laughs> axel coming in <laughs> no. uh so finally remembered axel's name which is reno believe it or not not axel i really need to look up what axel looks like in uh kingdom hearts because i swear it looks very similar There's to definitely reno similarities. yeah it's probably just, like, longish red hair, but same face syndrome. They both have an attitude. Yeah. Um, so Reno comes in with a couple of Shinra soldiers and uh, is obviously trying to, quote-unquote, recruit Aerith the soldier. <laughs> Judging from the hairstyle, I think it's the guy that I think is named Axel that I know is not actually named Axel from Advent Children. Axel just walked into the church. Organization, Got it memorized. <laughs> Organization 13's all up in this yeah. business. Reno! That's his name! Yeah. Fuck, holy shit. There you go. One of taken out. Reno has like stupid friends too, right? Or is that just Advent Children? The like two oh. dudes who are always with him? Reno's got another guy who he works with. Okay. When Reno comes in and Cloud approaches them, he gets this flash. He's like, I know you. What? Oh Oops. yeah, I know you. Did you, what happened there? So the screen just flashed white and said, I know you across it. And then Cloud said, oh yeah, I know you. Yeah, it seems like there's an inner voice talking to him that's like, yes, you do know him. It's yeah. XYZ. And it's it's interesting because like he'll try to place someone like like Reno and then suddenly something clicks for Cloud. Like it's not just like the inner voice. Like I have an inner voice when I see someone familiar too that's like, oh come on, you know that person from uh something like connected joke. Oh right, that's who they are. Yeah. For Cloud, it's like you know them searching through database. <laughs> and, and then it like clicks. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, so and so. Yeah, it's like someone is feeding him information. He might not actually have known that person ever, really. And it seems like maybe some severe gaslighting going on. Yeah. But yeah, so Reno um, and his goons kind of sent us on a chase through the church. Earth recruits Cloud as a bodyguard. She's like, right. hey, can you get me out of here? You do everything, right? You're a handyman. Cloud's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. So they run off together and Reno is like, that Get him! Earth, this way. <laughs> nope. Nah. Nope. I'm good, bro. I'm good. Alright, I'll hold them off. Right, make sure they don't get through. The ancient the ancient is getting away. Yeah. Did she just get shot? Think, Think we they killed, killed him? him? They never should have fought us. So I've heard that Aerith died. Did that just happen? <laughs> yeah, it just she's <laughs> she dead? Yeah. That was it. He also called her the ancient at one point, which was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um but then we learned she has a mom, so I was like, like, my first thing when I hear ancient is like, oh, she's like a timeless being or something. Like, she's definitely not just, I don't know, I assume like 20-year-old kid. But then we meet her mom, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe she's not an ancient. Maybe yeah. maybe it's something else. I'm sure we'll get there. You get separated from Aerith. She falls down. 
um you're up in rafters and she like falls off the rafters down onto like the floor basically so like you're stuck up in the rafters the guards are approaching her from the floor and you're basically just running around on the rafters trying to push barrels onto the guards down below hold on a minute Aerith. we gotta figure this out there's a barrel i can just push it over then it does absolutely nothing okay so if i had said hold on a minute i could have crushed that guy got it yeah all right this makes sense Oh, tentacle cast, my favorite. Um, I would love to get your opinion on how I handled the chase through the decrepit church, because, oh boy, it was rough. I mean, you pushed down two barrels out of the, like, five that are up there. Yep. Yeah. I've never done that successfully, because, A, each barrel has one side you can push it from, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, And also because of the, like field of depth i guess like it's really difficult to say where one barrel is going to land even if you do push it yeah i think it's just the difficulty of being like one of the first 3d games that is like this i've noticed that the depth perception is very funky in some areas and like i I get lost a lot and my depth perception is not good anyway but yeah so uh we kind of escape through the church have a good time um have a few minutes on the on the roof just to catch our breath and then we run off through kind of a junkyard. I knew he was gonna be like, I thought you were cut out to be in soldier. Cloud's such a wise oh, guy. Oh you're terrible. <laughs> Chuckle. I like how he gives a hearty guffaw. Hey Cloud, were you ever in soldier? I used to be. How'd you guess? Your eyes, they have a strange glow. Okay, we're getting more into the size. That's the sign of those who have been infused with Mako. So not only exposed to, but infused with. A mark of soldier. But how'd you know about that? Oh, she totally knows Sephiroth. On the roof, you kind of get the first uh, more in-depth instance that Claude has Mako eyes and what that means. Yes. So prior to this, I have I was thinking that Mako eyes was something that is just like some sort of like trauma. Like you can tell in someone's eyes when they've like seen some shit, right? Like I can at least. Or soldier eyes. Yeah. But then it's like, no, your eyes glow because like you have an actual like condition. And we learned that you're infused with Mako, I think at this point, mm. um, as a soldier, which was interesting and very different than what I was expecting. And it kind of fits with all the other like little snippets we've had of Shinra, like doing like experiments on people's corpses they've threatened to do. President Shinra threatened to do that to us. Um, and like, it just definitely seems like Shinra goes too far in a lot of areas. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, one thing we forgot to mention is we do find out why Reno is pursuing Aerith, which is she says they think that she's soldier material. Cloud kind of goes into like who the Turks are, what they do. Right. They just seem like kind of like a, a paramilitary arm that do like super ball stuff. The dirty work. The yeah. real dirty work. Yeah. Which honestly, from what I remember of Reno from Advent Children. Yeah, it makes sense. So we get through the graveyard, the junkyard rather, and kind of come into the um i guess sector five kind of village the like yeah. the slum where everyone lives it seemed pretty similar to sector seven just a little bit bigger um oh this place looks fantastic there's a sword on that couch uh yeah the sword on the couch is fine but do you see the two fucking handguns on the desk and the chain smoking child there's <laughs> so many ashtrays Two, two, next up, Midgar, Midgar. Any passengers getting on the Midgar? Please ring. People were weird there, though. They were definitely not great. Um, Not a ton of stuff happened there. The one thing that really stuck out to me was just the guy in the pipe. Mm -hmm. What's your story? 
That guy in the pipe is a weird one. No matter what you ask him, he answers, uh, or ah. Hmm. You know. Let's go in this pipe and talk to um guy. This guy is sick. He passed out nearby and someone must have helped him here. So he's not weird, he's just dying. Can we cure him? Hey, that man has a tattoo. I think it's the number two. <laughs> that's that's it? I can't like give him a potion or anything? Uh, from there, we found Eris' house, which was lovely. Um, I love how you just kind of go out of this awful slum and then you're like exposed to Eric's house, which is beautiful. There's a waterfall behind it. Yeah, there's a rainbow. There wasn't actually, but I could easily see one. This is uh, Aerith's theme. What do you think? This is very similar to a tune in Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, the Lon Lon Ranch theme. Oh yeah, okay, I can see it. To me, that song has always been deeply sad. And I get the same vibe from Aerith's that it's, it's just... Yeah, like, things could be better. Mm. Is this her flower field? Yeah. It's a nice garden. I like it. I'm gonna go rob some stuff. Oh. Inside her house, we meet uh, Aerith's mom. Elmira, I believe Elmira. her name was. Yep. Not to be confused with Elvira, Queen mm. of the Dark. No. No. <laughs> um, Elmira seems like a, a very lovely woman. Um, she's obviously just concerned about her daughter. Uh, says, like... Hey, like you got followed again? Like you, you get that like Eric's not really hiding anything from Elmira. Elmira definitely knows. Like I hope my daughter doesn't get kidnapped, but boy, she might. Elmira uh, notices immediately that you're from Soldier. Uh, yeah, same same way. Aerith knows is you have Mako eyes. Mako Soldier eyes. You said I gotta get to Seventh Heaven, the bar in Sector yeah. Seven, and Eris is like, "Oh, I'll I'll take you there." And um, you're just like, "What the fuck?" Like I just <laughs> went through all the trouble to bring you home. Seriously. Yeah. And Elmira, um, she says, "Oh, it's late. Why don't you run upstairs and make the bed, and you can go in the morning." And after Aerith runs off to make the bed, uh, Elmira says, "Can you please like leave and not take Aerith?" <laughs> yeah. With can, you? can you just like not be a piece of shit and leave my daughter behind? Yeah. And honestly, fair. Um, yeah. So we go to bed upstairs. And uh, we have no trouble absolutely getting out uh, 100% of the time. No trouble at all. First try. Yep. Got it. Absolutely just ran right past her room. Yep. No issue. Holy shit. You're not being very sneaky. <laughs> Must have fallen asleep again. <laughs> How do I sneak? <laughs> is it just going to make me do this in forever? Th this is why this is going to be an extended episode. Shut up. <laughs> Can't get caught this time. Be very quiet. I'm trying to escape. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> it took me like what, three tries? Four tries? Yeah, it was bad. bad. I didn't understand that you were supposed to sneak, and I like the first time I just bolted past her room and she's like Cloud, it's late. You should be asleep. <laughs> and then she stays up and waits for you to try again like the psycho she is. <laughs> Absolutely insane. This is the game she plays with everyone. She lures back to her house. God damn it. Um, <laughs> so you sneak past her bedroom and the entire time it's an overhead view. So you can see uh, yourself in one room and then Aerith in the room right next door. Sneak past, you get out. And then you go through the only road that gets to Sector 6. But when you get there... Oh, oh, Aerith's there. Which shows that Aerith is just fucking with you. Yeah, like, she knows what's She up. knows exactly You're exactly. in her dollhouse. <laughs> oh, what? 
You're up bright and early. Asshole. Ah, oh, shit. Couldn't ask you to go. I knew it would be dangerous. Are you done? You have to go through the slum in Sector 6 to get to Tifa's 7th Heaven. Is that the name of the bar? The 7th Heaven? Yeah. That's a fucking tight name for yeah. being in Sector 7. That's great. I'll take you there. Come on. Okay. So she basically stops us and she's like, listen, like, you're not getting away without me. Come on, I'll take you home. Yep. Um, she starts leading us through Sector 6, which is basically the broken down highway uh, level from Halo or Halo 2. I can't remember which. You fucking nerd. Fucking nerd. Chris, we are running a podcast about Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, but Final Fantasy 7 is cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I like it so far. Um, but anyway, so we go through this um, kind of road and not really much happened on the road. It was just kind of a... Do you want to talk about any of your encounters? Was that where I got my first uh, That's where you found, whip? The, found the house. Yeah, Hell House. Is that a house? Sure looks like one, doesn't it? What? The the house has arms. Clud's dead. He's fine. This is your first KO. Phoenix down time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's bad for houses? Fire. <laughs> oh my god, this might be for your first KO. No. Yeah! No! Fuck! Death count number one! Ah, to I've the hell seen, house. I've never seen the game over screen. So, uh, I died today. First death. First death. First party wipe. Um, so we ended up, um, encountering two, two, I think, random encounters. The first one was these horrible monsters that were called hole eaters or something. They were yeah, like, these worms with teeth. Yeah, you know, how worms have teeth. Um, the second one was absolutely the house from Invader Zim when Gar is in it. And, uh, yeah, I died. Yeah. Exploded you. Real bad house. Bad, bad house. Done killed me. Now you know not to let people get so low on health. Yeah. Now I've gone the opposite way, though. I feel like I overheal a yeah. little bit. So we move the death count up to one. Uh, we reset, run through sector six. We get to the playground, and Aerith's like, oh, it's still here. She climbs up on top of a little jungle gym that has a slide on it, and she's like, sits down. She's like, Cloud, come up. And obviously we do. Oh no, this is like a decrepit old playground. Oh, this is so sad. Holy shit. I want to go up the slide. <laughs> and then I want to go down it. I can't believe it's still here. Is she going to go down the slide? That's horseshit if she gets to go down the slide and I don't. When Cloud sits down next to Aerith and they start talking, Aerith um, asks him what rank he was. All right, so Aerith and I are uh, discussing me uh, being a former soldier. I was. What was that? What just happened, buddy? A white flash. Did I click through it, though? I was first class. Just the same as him. Yo! I knew it! There's definitely a connection between me and Sephiroth. The same as who? Oh, nothing. Oh, no! My first boyfriend! Oh, no. So the screen flashes white this time, and it's just Cloud saying dot 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 first class. So, that's a rank. Yep. It's not soldier, actually. Soldier has ranks. Yeah. Except first class, like, you have to be something first class, I'm pretty Shoulder sure. Soldier first class. Oh, yeah. that makes sense, okay. Aerith says, oh, that was the same rank as my first boyfriend. Her first boyfriend had Mako eyes because he was part of the soldier program, and Cloud's like, oh, hey, what's his name? I probably know him, and she's like, that doesn't matter, moving on! <laughs> Which, I absolutely believe that her boyfriend is one of two names that I know. 
Obviously, Sephiroth is one name I know. Seemingly, like, it makes sense that Sephiroth would be her boyfriend. The other is a character that I know exists, but I don't think is actually in this game, named Zack, who I think was uh, the leader of Soldier um, when Cloud was, like, a cadet in it. I don't know that for, for a fact, but um, that was my other guess. I don't know how old Aerith is in comparison to Cloud, and I assume Zack was, like, in his 40s, so probably not, but... I mean, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna touch that right that, now, but <laughs> because of the age difference or because of Zach? Either, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so my my best guess is that uh, her first boyfriend that she's very much not wanting to talk about is either Sephiroth or Zach, which makes me think then that it's probably not Zach because I assumed Zach was the leader of Soldier. Guess we'll see. I have no idea if Zach's even in this game. So. Aerith and Cloud are having a chat, and a gate opens up. And, and we they... see a fucking carnival cart. I'm curious. What the fuck is that? What is that? Is that a chocobo? Yeah, it is. That's what a chocobo looks like? Yeah. Huh. Hey, back there. T Tifa? Was that Tifa? Yeah, that was Tifa on the back. That girl on the cart was Tifa? Where was she going? She looked kind of odd. How long have I been gone? Like, a day, right? And now Tifa's in the circus? So this is my first time seeing a chocobo in the game. Yeah. It was horrifying. They're real good. They're real good. We're going to have a real chocobo time eventually. I hate that. I hate everything about what you just said. <laughs> we're going to breed them and we're going to ride them. We, we see Tifa on the back dressed up as uh, Chun-Li from Street Fighter. <laughs> right? Like, kinda, yeah. I, that's what I got. the. the I think like, it's just like a short dress. I think it is. But like Chun-Li's the best. She's um, basically foot Tifa. <laughs> So, uh, everyone's like, is that Tifa? Well, I think Aerith's like, who's that? And Cloud's like, Tifa? Yeah. So, uh, Aerith actually just bolts off the playground, starts running after Tifa, and she's like, come on, let's go find out what's going on. And Cloud's like, hey, wait, maybe we should be smart and not rush into this. Aerith says, fuck that. Yeah. Cloud face palms, runs after her. Runs after her. And then we get into, uh, Wall Market. Yeah. Wall Market. Yeah. Wall Market. You want to talk about that? Was the worst fucking thing I have ever experienced in a video game. In what way? It was disgusting. It was absolutely just lewd and pervy and so full of horrible. I don't want to go in that item shop again. That place sucks. <laughs> hey, boy, you sure got a good looking heifer? I don't know. Take her to Don's place and you'll make a mint. Ugh. So there's so much bad in this place. Yeah, I let's mean, talk about Wall Market. Wall Market had, I mean, what was the uh, the titty bar called? The titty, the, <laughs> the Honey Bee Inn? <laughs> the Honey Bee Inn. Welcome, even unpopular dweebs like you may meet their destiny here. You looking for a girlfriend too? You know a girl named Tifa? Hey, you're pretty fast. Tifa's our newest girl. Oh boy. Unfortunately, she's having an interview right now here at the Honey Bee Inn. It's customary for all the new girls to be taken to Don Corneo's mansion. Oh, no. Don Corneo is a famous dilettante. Now he wants to settle down and is in the market for a bride. The Honey Bee Inn is a private club. Only members can go and she... Oh, gross. <laughs> the Honey Bee Inn, there's dudes standing outside of it just like, Oh, you got a pretty girl with you? Why don't you take her over to Don Corneo's place? <laughs> yep. So... For me, as a prude American, this was... <laughs> don't make that face, you fuck. <laughs> this is an audio medium. You can't make faces like that. 
Um, myself, as the prude, wonderful gentleman I am, was horrified by this place. Never have I encountered such depravity. <laughs> but honestly, this was the most depravity I've ever encountered in a game that wasn't explicitly a pornography game. <laughs> a pornography game? We kind of get the gist that um, Tifa's probably been taken as one of three girls chosen daily to visit the Don and... One of them becomes his wife. Um, Chris has told me on several occasions before that he aspires to be Don Corneo. So. I, every, I'm going to cut all of that. You, you can't. Uh, so you you go through Wall Market. It's very seedy. You find your way to Don Corneo's mansion, who you learn is essentially a slumlord. Yeah, he just kind of seems to control the red light district. This actually calls back to a, someone we met earlier, just like a pedestrian, who was like, oh, have you ever been to Wall Market? That place is the shit. <laughs> like, I love that place. And I'm, like, now I'm like, the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> like, who goes up to someone in the streets like, hey, you ever been to the seedy part of town? <laughs> Wink. <laughs> yeah. We uh, wander wander our way up to the mansion and find out that we can't gain entry well, Aerith could gain entry because she's a woman, but they won't let Cloud in because no dudes allowed. This is the mansion of Don Corneo, the most powerful man in Walmart. Look, the Don's not into men. Oh my god. What? So don't let me catch you around here again. This is so bad. What? Hey, you got a cute one with you. Casey just runs away. Hey, this looks like the Don's mansion. I'll go take a look. I'll tell Tifa about you. No, don't go in. Th- oh my god, <laughs> fucking A. Aerith, do not go in there. Do you know what kind of place this is? What am I supposed to do? You want to go in with me? Oh no. What? This is it, isn't it? It might be. Oh no. <laughs> well, being a man, that'll be pretty hard because <laughs> besides, if I bust in there, it'll be t- cause too much commotion. But I just can't let you go in alone. Oh man. First, we need to find out if Tifa's all right. What's so funny, Aerith? Cloud, why don't you dress up like a girl? It's the only way. What? This kicks off a brilliant idea by Aerith, which is, Hey Cloud, what if you looked like a lady? Then you could get in. And Cloud's like, no! And Aerith's like, come on, don't you want to save Tifa? And Cloud is like, god damn it. I guess I do. So we need to go find a dress. Yeah. We go to the clothing store. And the girl at the counter says, my father is in a slump. We go to uh, the bar that she said that he would be at. And we notice the soul guy in there drinking alone at the bar. And we're like, well, that's probably him. Excuse us. Are you the father of the girl at the clothing store? I own the clothes shop, but I ain't your daddy. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah? Didn't say that. Make me some clothes. Of cloud. I don't make men's clothes. I don't feel like making anything right now. Cloud, you wait over there for a second. I'll try and talk to him. Why don't you go over there and have something to drink? You know, mister, he always said that just once he'd like to dress up like a girl. So that's why I wanted a cute dress for him. So we head back to his uh, to his establishment. He's been working on the dress and we try it on. But uh, Aerith's like, eh, still missing something. We talk to the shop owner again. Uh, the shop owner is like, I got a friend you can talk to who you can get a wig from. And uh, he's like, he's at the gym. Yeah, where you hang out when you want to look cute in a wig. The one who wants to be cute. Cute? Right. And about the wig. Yeah, I heard, but it'll cost you. The only way you're gonna get cuter is if you can beat Big Bro. Let's do squats! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) We uh, somehow get into the idea that in order to win the wig, 
we have to have a squat contest. So the initial problem with squatting in this case was that your buttons are all fucked up. My buttons are super fucked up. So I am using a weird ass uh, third party mapping tool to map a PS4 controller to Steam on my computer. And I have them set up in the way I'm used to them now, which is not right at all. Yeah. So we spent the entire tutorial learning which button was which. Push switch to squat, push cancel to get up. Push OK to go back to the ready position. Shit. Switch cancel OK. I don't know what switch is. Big bro's wig is mine. Am I competing with other beautiful people yeah. at the gym for a, their, one of their wigs? Managed to bang out 12 squats, but my opponent got 16. This gave you a little bit of an interesting uh, little uh, thing you've never seen before. Yeah, I've never done so bad that the other squatter beat me. So when the other squatter beat me, I still got a wig. However, he pulled it out of what I assume was his uh, squatting pants. Let's say it that way. Speedo, it seemed like. New merch. Squatting pants. Squatting pants. And uh, he uh, hands it to me and uh, one of his friends smacks him across the gym and is just like, that's disgusting. That's no place to keep a wig. Well, I guess it'll be okay if you disinfect it first, which gross and yeah. unnecessary. Which we don't do also. Yeah, we did not do that. I don't remember purchasing disinfectant from the item shop. Aerith suggests getting back to the dress shop to try everything on all together, which we did. Um, but then Aerith gets jealous and she's like, I want a dress too. So she picks a dress up off the rack. Cute little red number. What's that on? <laughs> Never heard you talk that way. Sorry. Uh, she puts that on, and uh, we decide it's time for sexy Ms. Cloud and Aerith to make their way over to Don Corneo's palace so that we can be part of the crew. The bride crew. We get let right in because uh, apparently, holy crap, your friend's hot too. Yikes. Like, to be fair, Cloud. Yeah, yeah gorgeous. Two ladies coming through. Oh, this is disgusting. Oh, and he does like have fun music, though. Super, like, Dragon's Den looking area. <laughs> hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. I'll go and let the Don know you're here. Wait around. Don't wander. Ugh. Okay, you can wander now. Now's our chance. Let's wander. We, uh, <laughs> so we make it in. Talk to the concierge, I guess. The the main guy at the, at the, head the, gross boy. the desk. Yeah, head gross boy. Cock, I think his name was. Cotch. <laughs> Koch, that's right. Um, Koch is like, hey, don't wander anywhere, ladies. I'm going to go let the Don know you're here. To which we were like, hell no, we're going to wander. I never thought how weird it is that the basement starts on the second floor. That is very fucking weird. The architecture in Final Fantasy is just a mess. Or inspired. (laughs) HGTV's Sex Palace Dungeon. (laughs) Um, speaking of Sex Palace Dungeon, at this point, we discovered, uh, there's three rooms. The first room is closed, just says closed, dot, 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 which is upsetting in and of itself, given what this place is. The middle door, I just assumed was the Don, so I skipped right past it. I'm assuming we wouldn't have been able to go in anyway. I went for the third door, which was the entrance to the dungeon. Please, basement. Basement. So I open the door and go in. So you're heading into the basement. We just walked into Don's mansion. No, 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 no. That's a dungeon. Dungeon basement. We're walking into a sex dungeon. This is... Oh, it's getting so much worse. Oh, good lord. What? That's a BDSM sex dungeon. This just looks like your basement. I mean, yeah, but I know what's in my basement. Tifa? 
Nice to meet you. I'm Aerith. Clouds told me a lot about you. Don't worry. We just met. It's nothing. What do you mean, don't worry? About what? No, don't misunderstand. Cloud and I grew up together. Nothing more. Poor Cloud, having to stand there and listen to both of us call nothing. <laughs> right, Cloud? Cloud? <laughs> I'm beautiful. Look at me, Tifa. <laughs> I'm finally cute. This place is awful, Chris. Yeah, I don't know. Tifa, explain what you're doing in a place like this. Yeah, um... <clears throat> I'll just plug my ears. <laughs> just gonna walk away from this nightmare. <laughs> what happened? Got back from Sector 5 rea reactor, we saw a weird man. Barrett caught him and squeezed some info out of him. That's when the Don's name popped up. Oh, so Tifa's undercover. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so you wanted the story straight from Corneo's mouth. Ugh. I'm trying to think of the most, the thing I was most upset about in this sex dungeon. I think it was the tooth puller that made me the most upset. That is not sexy. That is just, that's yeah. dentistry gone wrong. Uh, there's also a table with fucking clamps on it and a leg spreader. There's just so much awful BDSM, like, trope crap that's in there that is just awful. But Tifa's in there. Not that we hold BDSM against anyone who does partake in such an activity. That's why I said trope. Because it's like, it's like Fifty Shades of Grey BDSM. Which is the perfect example of healthy yeah, that's, BDSM relationships. That's exactly, or a healthy relationship at all. Oh <laughs> you know, how you order food for your girlfriend. That was the weirdest thing to me about that book, honestly. You read the book? I read all three. <laughs> and I've seen the movies. <laughs> we're going to move right past this, because otherwise we're going to be here for ages. <laughs> <laughs> Look for our sister companion podcast. Nope. Fifty Shades of Hand. Nope. Hard pass. <laughs> um, so Tifa's down there. And um, Cloud just immediately goes into the corner and he's like, Aerith, you deal with this. I'm just going to hide. <laughs> Aerith and uh, Tifa have a little exchange. Aerith's like, hey, I know Cloud. And Tifa's obviously like, you're the girl I saw with Cloud in the playground? Oh, no. And then like Aerith is like, oh, it's nothing. He's nothing. Like, don't worry. We just met. And then... Uh, Tifa's like, oh, worry about what? He's just a childhood friend. And then Aerith has the fucking killer line of, ha ha, Cloud has to just sit there and listen to us both say he's fucking nothing. Yeah. Um, Very good exchange. It was I, a really good exchange, actually. I enjoy the interactions between Tifa and Aerith quite a bit. Yeah, so far it's been um, pretty good. I like that it's not, like, openly hostile or anything oh, stupid yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, it's it's they're, they're very funny. Um, yeah. They seem to click well together. At that point, Cloud kind of comes clean um, after a little bit of exposition about how Tifa um, ended up here. Basically, she's just on a mission to infiltrate the Don's palace and find out some more information from the Don. Um, and we have a, a an understanding that since uh, the Don always has three women he chooses from, ugh, I hated that sentence as it came out of my mouth, um, and there's three of us, it's perfect. So um, we head upstairs to uh, good old-fashioned Don Corneo's place. Alright, ladies! Line up for the dawn! Oh, this is disgusting. This is so gross. Now let's see, which girl should I choose? <laughs> this one? What about this little cutie? <laughs> oh, this is awful. <laughs> so, Chris, when you told me that uh, all you aspire to be in life is Don Corneo... Listen, and... <laughs> you're making it awful difficult for me to edit this. <laughs> My choice for tonight is... Ugh! Two things about what just happened. The fucking drum roll before, yep. while he was choosing which woman to pick. So you know it's fun. And, <laughs> and two, why Tifa? Why sweet Tifa? So that's actually random. 
Really? Yeah. You can get chosen, or if you're not, it's random between those two. Yeah. And I'm going to show you how to get chosen. Oh, no. Just for all of you listening, in case Chris can't edit those out, he has never once expressed to me that he wanted to be Don Corneo. You don't need to defend me. <laughs> that's, that's fine. <laughs> so we go into Don Corneo's love room. Ugh, sorry, I'm just gagging a little bit. So he uh, he goes through and he's like, oh, which one to choose? Which one to choose? Tifa got chosen, unluckily. And at this point, it got worse. And I think Chris's exact words to me were, you know how it's been bad to this point? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, it's gonna get worse. Yeah, this is pretty much the grossest point of the game. I'm so glad you said that because I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> um... Don Corneo uh, just kind of leads Tifa away while saying to his other, like, lieutenants in the room, the rest are yours, to which we get led off into some side chamber and, like, eight dudes just come at me. Oh, I don't want them to take real good care of me. It's all thanks to the big boss, Don Corneo. Three cheers for the Don. Hello, ladies, are we all, uh, ready? No. Oh, no! You're, you're in control, by the way. No! No, get away, you fucking cretins! Whoa, slow down, what's the hurry? No, no! Oh, God! Oh, the zombie walk they do towards you is disgusting. Come on, baby. Got ants in my pants, wanna do a dance, gotta take a chance and maybe find romance. Christ. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill one of them. I'm gonna kill all of them. They don't fucking deserve to live. Hey, you're in pretty good shape. Look at your tight little bod. It's more like muscles. <laughs> oh god, this is awful. Your eyes, they seem to glow. I'm all yours, baby. This is fucking gross. Oh hell yeah, Cloud. I ain't interested in a bunch of scrubs like you. Oh my god, just fucking the Sailor Moon, like, spin around. Bleh. A man? God damn it, don't think you'll get out of this. Get him, beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> Good God, I'm going to fucking kill them all. Yeah, please do. Um, I am on my own with like eight dudes. Uh, Aerith is not with me. Talked to him a whole bunch, running around. I think I stole some of their shit. I think I got a phoenix down yeah. in the ether. Beat the shit out of them. But I beat the fucking shit out of them. Um, They're all terrible, and I really hope I killed them. Um, Run out of the room and start approaching the sex dungeon. Uh, run down to see one of the lieutenants, I believe this was Koch, chasing Aerith around the table, just saying, come on, baby, I'm ready. And then Aerith starts running up the stairs towards us, turns around, says I'm sorry, and then fucking pushes him down the stairs. So Aerith is awesome, uh, saved herself, didn't need no man to save her. Mm. Uh, run into Don Corneo's love room again, and go into the back and discover that Tifa really doesn't need help. Um, she's just leading him exactly where she wants him. We get a little cutscene. This is probably my favorite part of this whole thing. As we're grilling Don Corneo, each one of the characters, Cloud, Aerith, and Tifa, all take turns threatening Don Corneo's penis, which is fucking awesome. Mm. I'll chop it off. I may have find out where the man with the gun arm was, but that's what I was ordered to do. Who are you taking orders from? Aerith, I'll rip it off. Is this Aerith is the point. Up in your this is the point in the favorite? podcast where Aerith just gained about twenty points. Yeah, it's amazing. I love the animation that goes along with them of all of them putting their leg up on the bed, kind of like doing the thinker pose and just being like, "I'll cut it off. I'll smash it. I'll chop it off." Yeah, <laughs> so good, so so good. I loved it. It was my favorite thing. Um, we get some exposition from Don Corneo at this point about what's happening. Basically, we find out that Heidegger of Shinra has a plan to uh, weaken the supports over Sector 7 
because they've discovered that the uh, avalanche hideout is located somewhere in Sector 7, but they don't know exactly where. So they figure, hey, we'll weaken the supports on the plate and just let the plate drop onto Sector 7. The fuck? Yeah. We kind of just threatened the hell out of Don Corneo, and then... He says, why would I give up this information? Yeah. He says, is it because I have nothing to lose, because I have no clue, or because I'm sure I'll win? Yeah, and I don't know if the choice matters, but I said, um, because I'm sure you'll win. And he goes, yup, and he hits a button, we fall through a trapdoor. Yep. As you fall through the trapdoor, um, we get a cutscene into Shinra headquarters. One thing that I did note here was that up to this point, we've entirely been in the slums the only nice place we've seen has been Aerith's, which is still part of the slums but like shinra headquarters is like new fancy like machine it was really nice and we get a little bit of play between heidegger of shinra president shinra and um what's the other guy's name reeves that's the president yeah oh boy how are the preparations going yeah <laughs> smoothly very smoothly i send the turks to this president are we really really going to do this simply destroy a group with only a few members it's a problem, Reef. You want out? No, but as head of the Urban Development Department, I've been involved in the building and running of Midgar, that's why. Reef, flush your personal problems with the rest of your crap. Great line. Yeah, really good. The mayor's against this anyway. Mayor? He just sits in this building all day feeding his face. You still call that a mayor? Yeah, I had a feeling that Shinra basically ran everything. Come on, Reef. You're tired. Why don't you go take a couple of days off and go somewhere? We'll destroy Sector 7 and report that Avalanche did it. Then we'll send in the rescue operation care of Shinra Inc. <laughs> this is perfect. I hate this. He's evil. Whole section sucks so bad. You get the, you basically get the impression, not even the impression, you find out that Shinra runs everything and that they are going to be unchecked and no one's going to stop them. You figure out that President Shinra's plan is to pin the plate falling on avalanche and then have shinra come in with their rescue troops and save you know whoever's left to save so that they'll be viewed as the heroes and they can paint avalanche in a bad light yeah. absolute fucking monsters that cussing ends uh so cloud Aerith, and tifa fall into the sewer uh underneath uh sector six and they're like we got to get back to sector seven and save everyone like stop this from happening yeah so we uh have a little bit of a boss fight um just with a big creature that was down there Let's see what we got here. What in the Christ is that? Its name is Apps. What is that thing? Is this a boss fight or is that just a thing? This is boss music. Oh. So whenever you hear this. I hate this thing. <laughs> Why? Sewer Tsunami sounds like the worst thing. Sounds like my Aww. bathroom break. Time for <laughs> God damn it. What? That's awful. Kind of like the Rancor in Jabba's yeah, Palace. Exactly yeah, like you just like pull the button, just like throw him down. Yeah. Without the Rancor Keeper crying after we kill it. My favorite part of Star Wars. <laughs> I used to have a toy of that guy. <laughs> yeah, a 3.5 millimeter toy. It was amazing. That's thoughtful of them to make toys. It was <laughs> really good. His name on the box was Rancor Keeper. Oh, lovely. <laughs> anyway, um, we, uh, we managed to get through the sewer after beating the Rancor. Didn't have too much going on there. And um, we emerge in the train graveyard, right? Yeah. And at this point, we kind of just are like, Aerith, you can go back. Like, you don't have to be part of this. And she's like, yeah, fuck that. I'm in now. Like, let's go. I was like, Aerith, no, seriously. You, like, the plate's going to fall. You should probably go back. Like, yeah. this isn't your problem. Like, you could be fine. 
but at the same time like she'd probably have to like go back through the sewer and then back through like the slums and back through yeah. fucking corneo's palace so or at least following you the same direction through the like <laughs> oh no we said anyway. bye and now we're going the same way Fuck, i hate when this happens um but yeah we kind of wrapped it up there yeah chris how are you feeling about uh, today's playthrough uh, I'm glad we got through this section. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little. I've, I knew the cross-dressing thing was gonna happen, and I was a little concerned about how they were gonna handle it because it, it can be problematic. Yeah, and I was especially afraid. for that time when this came out. Right. I was like, oh, are they gonna make like just a joke out of this? Like, are they gonna like be like pretty insensitive? Like, because it was the '90s. Like, and everyone was a piece of shit in the '90s. <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah. But um, that actually didn't wasn't that bad. I think it might have also been though because everything else was so horrible around it that i was just like yeah now that gets this is fine whatever like let me out of here this is fucking terrible there's a lot of gross shit going it was on. really gross i just i can't really recap how gross a lot of it was but it was gross that being it was fun <laughs> we're gonna play through walmart again i'm gonna show you how to get into the honeybee inn and how to get chosen by the don i don't want to be chosen by him Please help me. Uh, for our Corneo cast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Corneo cast. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Next time on Corneo cast. Yeah. Ugh. Thank you so much for listening to First Encounter, a Spilled Potion production. If you want to learn more about the show or get in contact with us, you can find us online at www.spilledpotion.com. There you can find links to our social media, listen to more episodes, and read a little bit more about us, as well as get in touch. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Next time on First Encounter, we're going to be picking up right where we left off here and playing up to the point where we're going to break into Shinra headquarters to rescue Eris. It's going to be a real good time. Also, if you wouldn't mind, navigate over to our website, spilledpotion.com, and click on the support tab. There you can find a link to a survey that we're using to just kind of make the show a little bit better and figure out what we need to do to keep growing. We really appreciate any feedback you can give us, and we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.